All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Lee. Howdy, Tara. All right, so... Gasoline prices set to skyrocket. Again. Again. So go ahead and add that to the skyrocketing food prices the USDA says yeah. um, are coming. And I got a kick out of that last week because uh, Biden, the the day before Biden took off to announce how absolutely wonderful and incredible the economy is. Um, and I know for him and Hunter, it's quite good. I mean, the art sales are doing very well. So he may not know what it's like to be a regular American. Um, who isn't allowed to make money through crime and grift. But um, for the rest of us who would go to, you know, prison for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a little sketchier, to say the least. So his own USDA putting out a hilariously highlighted um, eight-page report with the parts about how much food is going up highlighted. Mm-hmm. So all the basic stuff to make your food that's in your food, right, that you're buying, like, you know, fats, right? Fats and oils, 16% going to go up this year so you know what's 16 percent? how can we make that make sense to regular americans 16 percent. that would be as much as the price normally would increase of those things in america in about 12 to 13 years mm-hmm. with inflation because inflation is usually between 0.9 and you know 1.5 tops in a normal economy in a normal economy where congress doesn't go insane and print zimbabwe style as congress has and biden has so, you know, you're, you're looking at things like sugar. You need that. That's in pretty much everything. Uh, 12% increase. Meat, 12% increase. Eggs, that's, that's a binder. I mean, it's a key binding protein. It's in a lot of stuff. Uh, that's that's going to be 27% this year. So people are going to be struggling increasingly to afford food as it continues to go up at absolutely astronomical rates. Um, again... Um, overall food price is going to go up somewhere between 7 and 10%, according to the USDA. Well, okay, well, what is that? That's about as much as food would normally go up in between 5 and 10 years in a single year. Again, it happened last year as well. So, I mean, you're looking at seven years to a decade. We're going to be a very, very poor country, Lee, that with prices going up. I mean, this happens. We're, we're two years into this now, um, and I think Congress has decided – that since they, you know, since the Democrats held the Senate, however they did that, that the American people are cool with this, that we have adjusted to this and that we accept it, um, that we are going to live with increasingly escalating inflation um, and, and really the end of the American lifestyle as we forfeit the things we used to spend money for and instead we spend it on food and gas. So Washington is not really shooken up by this. They, they think we have accepted this and maybe we have. I don't know because the Democrats kept the Senate and increased their their numbers there, at least at the polls anyway, or switches and stuff. Well, some of us will be members of the resistance to that. What do you mean? I'm just saying that, you know, we, the American people, may collectively have done that through the results of the election, but there's going to be some of us, like myself, that are going to resist the, um, you know, the current economic policies as much as possible. And sadly, Absolutely. sadly uh, uh, too many Republicans are not following our lead, though. 
No, it's frustrating. And then now we're having this. Um, gasoline prices are creeping back up. May soon average $4 per gallon, they think, by around March. Um, and so, you know, I mean, this is going to be, again, a struggle to afford the basics. And look, people still, they, you know, we, we, this is the last day of January, okay? People haven't gotten their February um, electric bills yet across yeah. the country. And so they are in for a pretty nasty shock. Um, and they're not going to know why they're so high. I think a lot of people think, well, it's a very cold winter. Um, no, Biden executively imposed a methane tax on natural gas. That's going to cause the average family's utility bill um, to go up by 17%. So shock in all will occur in January, although I don't know if anyone's going to be able to figure it out um, that that is why that's happened. Um, and again, when you when you do that, food is stored. Most food is stored, including vegetables. Um, this is this is why you can get strawberries year round, bananas. It's picked ripe and artificial ripe and artificially kept from ripening, and then allowed to ripen throughout the year. Well, that requires electricity, um, and so basically, you know, any kind of electricity tax, utility, um, you know, program to raise the prices of electricity is going to raise the price of food. It just is from the grocery store to the storage warehouse. So all of that is is coming this year. Um, and it's going to hit people really hard as Joe Biden runs around and takes credit um, for f- somehow fixing the economy. I don't I don't know why he thinks he's fixed the economy. Um, he has not fixed the economy. Um, but the good news is Americans, you got to remember, Lee, are usually between nine months to a year, sometimes even 18 months behind talk radio listeners and figuring out what's going on. It's not their fault. It's just they don't get real news. Um, And we just had this Gallup poll out for the first time, you know, for the last year, the top two things that Americans are disgruntled about have been uh, number one, inflation or the economy, number two, the border. Um, Well, those two are now moved down to two and three. Americans named government is the nation's top problem. In Gallup's latest poll. Yeah. Well, so that's, and, and then after that, inflation, and then after that, um, the, the border, which are two big government-caused problems. Well, y'all are a little tardy to the party, but thank you for showing up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's what we've been saying for quite some time. And, you know, when, when you just as you said, though, if you look at it, the border, the economy, uh, go on down the list, what's the commonality there? Government. Yeah. It's government. Failed policies of government. Yep. And I don't know that they're failing. I, I think this is a deliberate well, and move to make good, America's yeah, and, and, and in many cases, In many cases, you're absolutely right. And, and I do think that that is the intention of, if you look at the uh, intention of so much of the liberal progressive policies, yes, it, it is to change. And I think part of that is this idea that the American lifestyle is just too big, too right, bold, right. and that's bad for the planet. And so yeah. we're going to shrink down the and American lifestyle. it's all our lifestyle. fault, and it's white yeah. supremacy, and the misogyny continues. And the misogyny continues. Um, by the way, Lee, have you heard about this? I, I, you may be guilty of this. Petro masculinity. Petro masculinity. Petro. Okay. If you own a truck. Okay. Well, then I'm guilty then. Yeah. You proudly and, you, own and a you're truck. a guy. Yes. You you are guilty of petro masculinity, and your truck must go. You will be ripping the steering wheel from my cold dead hands. <laughs> Well, I know you and a lot of people. Um, but th- this is Fox News and Kimberly Strassel over at Wall Street Journal just nailed this last week. And the Biden administration is preparing over 150 new regulations for everything from your dishwasher yep. oh, yeah. to your hot water heater. We saw and, you know, long heating and air 
who is one of our advertisers here, is telling us, look, they've already hit the heating units with this. It caused a 25% increase in the price of getting a new heating system put in your home. Um, you don't get anything extra for that. They, they just want to make it more expensive. That was that went first. Um, and that's the average increase is 25% in the Greenville area. They're going to do this to all of your stuff. Dishwashers, washing machines, gas stoves, just a part of it. Um, and they let the cat out of the bag by, by accident. Um, and then they had to pretend that they're not coming, no. coming for your stuff. But they, they're coming for all of it. I mean, so when you look at modern appliances, I mean, my husband and I, we just got a dishwasher, right? They break so fast. Yeah. We have had this new dishwasher for less than a year. It already has um, one cycle that doesn't work. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's happened with our washing machine, our dryer. I mean, we are replacing these things every two years now while the Biden administration is trying to figure out how do you make them 25 30 35% more expensive. Um, and I guess they just figure we will. There's this great picture of my grandma uh, out in the front yard with one of those old-fashioned scrubbing boards and she's she's washing the wash yeah i mean that's how much technologically we've advanced in a lifetime yeah you know um and and by you know by the time my dad was a was a you know a kid uh she had a wash machine um you know like in his teens and she he was little then so um you know i guess that's what they want they want us back in the front yard with a scrubbing board doesn't sound and very no progressive, lights on in the it? house what doesn't sound very progressive does it <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They're regressives. Yes. They want to regress you back to the Stone Age. And, you know, inside your home, uh, there will be no lights on because it'll be a rolling blackout and you'll have to build a fire in the front yard next to the scrubbing board where you're cleaning the, the, the clothes. That is their idea of bliss. Burning the whale oil lamp so that you can read the handwritten book that you purchased from Amazon. No, wait a minute. There won't be any Internet because there's no light. Yeah, plus if that book is has something that they disagree with, then Amazon oh, will be course. selling yeah. it. But um, but yes, you got all of that. You got all of that going on this morning. And then Joe Biden, I mean, talk about tone deaf. It's just shocking the tone deafness. Deafness tweets out. Oh, I was glad you mentioned this. Go ahead. Tweets out a suggest what you need to do to afford my four dollars a gallon gas prices. You're going to have to need to buy an electric vehicle just like this one I'm in. And he ta- he takes this big smiling picture. That EV retails for a hundred and ten thousand dollars that is the new gmc hummer ev yes. which is a fabulous vehicle from a, from a performance standpoint um but it is much more expensive than the limit that the so-called inflation reduction act places on uh, the subsidies that they'll give you or tax breaks for purchasing an ev yeah, so the very picture he tweets yeah. out is something that is not eligible for what he's claiming credit for. Yeah, and he's saying, just get just get a tax credit. You can afford this thing. Oh, cool. Then it will only be, even if I could get the tax credit, which you're right, you can't, then I'll call it only be just like 90000 and some change. That's that's awesome. Yeah, the average median income for a household, not a person, a household is $70,000 right now. Yeah. And you know why? That's only up that high because so many millennials uh, are moving back with their parents. That's actually raising the household income because they can't afford to live alone. So now they're all living together. That's why it's that hard. So what do you, you, uh, uh, you're living in a basement with your kids and your whatever, and your, and your parents are upstairs and you're all going to go together in together for an EV that may or may not charge depending on the rolling blackout status, I guess is the, the plan. But you, and you're not going to have a washing machine because you're not gonna be able to afford that. Um, that's where we're going. But, um, I got to get into this pickup thing and we will as, as we continually, it's so funny the left is not kidding about petro masculinity. It's wrong. It's immoral. And your truck has to go. Where do you find out the other reason coming up?
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. All right. As you go through this, I, I maybe it's just me because I've sat through so many cases in court. The crime reporter back in the day. I am shocked. I mean, just shocked by the handling of the evidence in this murder, murder mystery. I mean, normally murder crime, murder mystery, right? It's practically become American entertainment. Look, most of the time you get a big high profile case like this where you know, the attorney general himself, Alan Wilson, was in court yesterday. It's his office prosecuting this. The state, you know, goes extra distance to make sure that the evidence is handled correctly. The screw-ups here are, are, are shocking. And it makes me kind of wonder, how are other murder cases handled in the state? Um, Because just, I mean, Dick Harpootlian, and I hate to say the I mean, the, the 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 defense lawyer here is is not wrong for Murdoch. Doesn't mean Murdoch's a good guy or he didn't kill his family. It just means like, wow. Defense attorney Dick Harputlian pointed out 
what he called flaws while cross-examining SLED, Special Agent Melinda Worley. There was a bloody footprint near his that turns out to be law enforcement in the feed room. Yes, Worley had to admit. So you got law enforcement literally just tracking their way through the blood and tracking it all over the scene. Is that preservation of the scene to your standards? Harpootlian asks. Not exactly, she says. Should police have walked through the scene? No, she says. Do you know what other evidence they might have destroyed? No, that's right. You don't, said Harpootlian. He's not wrong here. I mean, it's just shocking stuff. And then Harpootlian also questioned why blood was never tested on an ATV near Maggie's body. Tonight you saw the blood, he asks this woman from SLED, which is our state law enforcement. You didn't take a swab of it or whatever you thought was blood. You didn't swab it? No, I didn't, she replied. Okay, why is that important? How'd we get to Idaho, killer? His blood at the scene. That's how. Whose blood was it? We don't know. You saw it, but you didn't test it. No. Well, the... Officers were busy tracking the blood all over the scene. Matter of fact, Harpootlian said, there's a pool of water around Paul, his son. Did anyone ask you to take a sample of that? No. You didn't. No. You didn't sample the pool of water around the body. Holy cow! But the most shocking part is, folks, I, I, having covered this... I, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I mean, I've never seen anything like this. The key piece of evidence in this trial is the shirt Murdoch was wearing. And the prosecution destroyed it. You cannot do that. To give you some idea how serious this is, you have to let the defense test it. And when the, in the initial report um, by the blood spatter expert says, nah, this, 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 this doesn't show blood spatter from a shooting. He wrote on February 4th in the first draft of the report. In the final, he's like, yeah, it does, never mind. It's clear the defense, I mean, it's clear the prosecution of the state got him to change his mind. Well, that shirt needs to be tested by the defense. It's not like, well, we don't like the defense, so maybe we won't give them the evidence. In North Carolina, where I'm from, if the prosecution withholds the evidence or destroys it, do you know what happens to the prosecution? You go to prison. There have been cases in North Carolina, and that's why the wall was passed, where the prosecution withheld evidence from the defense. That's what caused that law. You go to prison. You can't just go, hey, you know, we'll test it, and we'll figure out what we want. We're just going to throw it out so you can't defend your client. This judge is in a terrible position. If he throws out the key piece of evidence, which the state absolutely bungled here, There's going to be an absolute uproar. Most human beings cannot psychologically tolerate that level of criticism he would take. If he does not throw it out, don't be surprised if a murder conviction here is overturned on appeal. That is how outrageous this is. I don't like Murdoch, but I am a big fan of justice. You you can't pressure your own expert who's like, no, I disagree with y'all. There's no blood spatter here. Get him to flip and then destroy the evidence. You can't like that. No. you Folks, you do that in North Carolina, you're going to need your own defense attorney. Because you could theoretically be prosecuted for that as defense. That's how badly the state has bungled 
this. If I were Dick Harpootlian, I'd be chomping at the bit. I would absolutely be. We, we need in South Carolina a full-on investigation of sleds handling of this case. Dear God, do they do this in other cases. Look, here's the thing. Murdoch is going to prison. He's going to prison for the rest of his life. He is done. Because they got 99 other financial charges. They're going to get him on those. The only question is they're going to get a conviction on this. And what this has shown, what the case has proven so far, is the state. I mean, they, 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 I, I, this is the, the handling of evidence here is at best slipshod. I mean, at worst, just like don't even give a damn. I mean, it's, it's just wow. This is interesting. We've got 300 blackout rifle shells found elsewhere on the property. Maggie's phone found a quarter of a mile down the road from the crime scene. Um, yeah. So, just going to be interesting to see what all this adds up to. Unbelievable what's happening in this country right now. Everything is changing. And it's changing so quickly. This really captures it. A lot of people, one of the most common texts I get from you is, you know, nobody's fighting, nobody's fighting, nobody's doing, yes, people are fighting. They're doing one thing specifically, and it is a very big thing that we've never seen before, ever, since the founding. That's what's so fascinating about these times, all these things happening. They're packing up everything they own, and they are, in many cases, moving from places that their family has lived for decades, and they're moving to the South. The map of America is shrinking. What they're doing is fleeing post-American population centers, places that, you know, on the map are American, but culturally they are not recognizably American anymore. They're not American. They're, They're like foreign countries. Some of them like third world foreign countries, really, um, because of the wokeness. Listen to the wording here. I mean, it just gives me chills. Are, I mean, this, what you're watching, your ancestors were more than likely pioneers. They would have had to have been. Plus, you have Indian blood. They came here. They came here from far away. Well, they're American pioneers today. They're just moving inside the country to what is essentially another country, culturally. Headline, ABC News. U.S. population center trending towards south this decade. That wouldn't sound that interesting. Till you read the next line. The U.S. population center, talking about the south, is on track this decade to take a southern swerve for the first time in the country's history. In other words, for the first time in the country's history, the population center will be in the south. Not in the northeast, where it has historically been since this, the founding. Not in the West either. In the South. Again, we are seeing things, folks, we have never seen before in our lifetimes. Or since the founding. It's the perpetual theme of this show. It's to document those in the incredible time we live in. Last year, the South outgrew the, US, the other U.S. regions by well over a million people. 
That's both through births, outpacing deaths. We breed more than the left does. We just do. We don't have that sort of childless dog park lifestyle. We have a dog instead of a kid. As more liberals do than conservatives or just normals, really. I mean, normals are still having children. Um, last year, the South grew outgrew other U.S. regions by well over a million people through births, outpacing deaths, and domestic migration. It's according to a population estimate from the U.S. Census Bureau. The Northeast and the Midwest lost residents. And the West grew by an anemic 153,000 people, primarily because of large number of residents uh, leaving for a different U.S. region. So what little, like, what little growth the West had was mainly people moving out of, like, California and going to, like, Idaho. And I think a lot of them are us. They're normals. They're like, we can't do this anymore. We got to go. Um, yet they want to stay maybe close to friends and family who are still in the post-American regions like uh, California. You can, you know, get in a car and do that fairly reasonably. It's better than moving to Florida for now. We just had the all-time highest number ever of people. We know this from the uh, license, the driver's license. Because when you, when you apply for your driver's license in, in Florida, then you have to say where you came from, right? So we know where they came from. 63,000 people in a year from New York. Those are adults. So that doesn't count the kids. Highest ever from New York to Florida. So the moving bands are rolling, and they are rolling in a way they never have before. Part of the reason, this is actually kind of interesting, part of the reason the population center was not in the South before, number one, just the Civil War devastated the South for, for a century. It was an agrarian economy to begin with. The North was industrialized, um, and then after the Civil War, it was you know, very much beaten down, um, and there's a long, you know, long path to recovery. Part of the problem, though, is the South is just miserable to live in. So hot here, so human, so humid. Uh, before air conditioning, nobody wanted to live here. Uh, I was talking to a woman who actually uh, worked in Tim Scott's office. She's, she was an elderly woman. Um, this is a decade ago, and she's explaining um, how she used to own a home on Folly Beach, and she grew up poor. I was like, "You grew up poor, but your family had a home on the beach." She's like, "Yeah, that's where the poor people live. It was the hottest there because you know how hot the, the beach is with the sand. The, 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 the sun's beating down." She said, "Yeah, the poor lived there. We lived on the beach." Uh, nobody wanted to live there because that was the hottest place. She said, nobody wanted to live in the South until the air conditioner. To that, I mean, all of those things together have kept people out of the South. This is a massive mass movement of people, and it is a massive single-family protest, family by family, uh, covered wagon by covered wagon, except now they're U-Hauls. Migration. They're pioneers. They're political refugees, so many of our ancestors were, ultimately. We didn't have those words then, but they were. They were political refugees. They were fleeing impossible political situations. Either the fascism of the upper classes in places like the UK, Germany. They were coming here from all over the world, um, as our ancestors did. Or the fascism today of the Democrat Party, the modern wokeness in these areas that says that puts criminals above regular citizens, criminals above their victims, illegal immigrants. By the way, did you see this? Did you see this? the illegals in New York are refusing to leave the luxury hotels? They don't know what to do. They call in the police. They 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 want to move them to another area, and the illegals feel that the the other shelter which is a cruise ship terminal is not up to the standards they have become accustomed to with the free food and the luxury hotel rooms um and so uh they were told to get on the bus and and a lot of them exited the hotel when they found out where they were going 
Have you seen the stories? Hilarious. When they found out where they were going, they refused to get on a bus. And the hotel doesn't want them there because they have been tearing these hotels apart. So the hotel locked the doors. Now there's a protest going. They won't get on the bus to go to different free accommodations because they're not luxury enough. And this is the kind of thing where Americans are like, I, I just, I give up. I got to get out of New York. I can't, I can't stay in New York. This, this is crazy. And so off they go. By the way, you know what's interesting about this mass movement? In contrast, NBC writes, the South grew by 1.3 million new residents. South is now the population center of this country. America's shrinking as Americans pursue American culture, places that still feel American. They want, they want to live somewhere that feels American. That's home. Six of the 10 U.S. states with the biggest growth last year were in the South. Texas, Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia in that order. So kind of interesting that South Carolina is not in that top four. People bypassing South Carolina for North Carolina, Florida, and Texas. You know, part of that's got to be just Texas and Florida not having an income tax. I don't think you're going to go somewhere that doesn't have an income tax or you're going to come here. Um, but still seeing people, you know, move into here. Uh, we're just not top of the list, which I don't know, depending on your point of view, could be a good or a bad thing. Um, but this mass movement, folks, what you're seeing right now, this is just the beginning. As you see these gas prices hit, you see these food prices hit, all these blue and purple areas, nobody's going to be able to afford to live in them. It's going to accelerate. It's going to accelerate. So you got property here or in the south, hold on to it. Don't sell yet. It's going to go up. It's going it's to be like what's going on in Florida. Um, again, this is more of a purple state here in South Carolina, so we're going to get less of that. Um, but still, long term, uh, there's going to be tremendous demand here. Um, as, as people cling to governors like Ron DeSantis. Uh, in the hope they can go somewhere that still feels like America and maybe has prices that are a little cheaper and maybe it still has job and business creation. And it's going to radicalize these parts of the country, this southern poverty, you know, this this southern, not poverty, this is southern center. It's going to drive out poverty here. It's going to lead to prosperity here. And it's going to lead to attacks by the federal government on these states to try to impose the misery of the blue states. It's going to be a fascinating time. Text rates hey, Tira on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Glad South Carolina is not top four. We need to tell them that South Carolina is the hub of Corona and the Taliban. Well, whatever it takes. I don't know. Tell them something. Just keep the moving trucks going past here. That's all I got to say. The, po- the entire population center of the country has now shifted to the South. That has, we are now the population center of the United States of America. That has never happened before, not since the founding. That is how many people, really since the dawn of COVID, have gone to heck with this. I'm, ge- I'm getting out of here and loaded up a U-Haul. That's what happens when you destroy 96,000 businesses for no clear reason. Because Deborah Birch just saw some videos on YouTube and Thought she'd make up the thing about two weeks to stop the spread as she now admits in her book. I just made it up. 
I didn't have any scientific data. I just did two weeks to stop the spread to give myself a, you know, excuse to uh, find some data to justify keeping the country shut down. Um, did you know if that would work? No, I had no idea. I just thought it'd be a good thing to do. So I lied to everybody. And then she giggles. People can't take it anymore. And they're gone. And look, COVID just accelerated this. Texter writes in the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line about this shocking development. So we now have the old population centers of the country, which is the Northeast, losing population. Uh, The South gaining it and leading, and the West stagnating. Text rates, Tara, South Carolina is closed. We need a border wall. Everyone moving here uh, is akin to locusts, jumping to a new field to destroy with their policies. They should be made to stay and live under the rulership they voted uh, for all their lives. I I think a lot of these people moving are normals. I really do. I think that the blues will hang on till the last minute because they dread moving to a place like this. I think they'll only go when they can't afford it anymore. Um, Texture rates. Tara, could the botched crime scene investigation be connected to the residual influence of the Murdoch empire? I don't know. I don't know. But the, the handling of the crime scene here, I mean, I know a lot of our media rely on SLED and the Attorney General as sources, and so they're not going to spell it out for you. This was a disaster. This is a disaster by the prosecution. It is a disaster by the state. I mean, it is absolute sloppiness in evidence handling. So much so that, I mean, we're talking about potential civil rights violations, and you don't want that in an Alex Murdoch case. This should be an open and shut case. And Dick Harputlian just filleted the state yesterday. Don't kid yourself. And I don't like to say that because I don't like Dick Harputlian. When he's not the defense attorney for Alex Murdoch, uh, Alec Murdoch, he is uh, a big Democrat activist, but he kicked their butt yesterday. I mean, just sloppy stuff. Like, wait, you let the police walk through the crime scene, track the blood everywhere? You didn't test blood near Maggie Murdoch, find out whose it was? No, we didn't. Wow. You didn't even test the water around the body of the son? No, we didn't. Um, okay, that might have been okay if it was 1976. This ain't 1976. This was an important case. And it just it, you know begs the question, how are other murder cases being handled in this state? Because this is a mess. Texture writes, as long as people don't bring the liberal BS with them, I'm good with people moving. Uh, another texture writes, Tara, my ex-father-in-law is from Charlotte when constantly say these transplants need to go back home. And finally, Texter writes, Tara, the Democratic refugees will think they hit a third world country when they cross onto our roads um, and keep going. Don't fix the roads. Keep the Democrats away. Well, I think our state's pretty much got that part handled. The collect the tax money, but don't fix the roads part. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.